Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Then that field trip crash. This is Kyle Cooper. The family of a D.C. special officer killed during a training exercise wants to see you tomorrow. I'm Christy King. A mental health audit in Maryland. What has it found? The Dow up 829, NASDAQ up 310, S&P up 94, World Series start. Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband attacked. Mr. Pelosi and Mr. DePop were struggling for control of the hammer. The rocker known as the killer dies. Elon Musk, Twitter's new boss. I think he's clear that he's going to take it in a different direction. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband Paul undergoes successful surgery to repair a skull fracture and serious injuries to his right arm and hands after an attack at the family San Francisco home. The Speaker and her protective detail were in Washington, D.C. at the time. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The attack happened right around 2.30 a.m. Sources say the suspect was heard to ask, where is Nancy? And that he hoped to wait in the house with Pelosi's 82-year-old husband tied up until she returned. Police Chief William Scott described what happened when officers arrived and saw the two men with their hands on a hammer. The suspect pulled the hammer away from Ms. Pelosi and violently assaulted him with it. On a blog he last updated in August, the 42-year-old suspect David DePepe railed against elites, the media, tech giants, and private industry in posts that have since been taken down. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Federal agencies are warning of potential violence tied to the midterms. CBS's Nicole Skanga says the indication is Fueled it's... Fueled by a rise in domestic violent extremism and driven by ideological grievances and access to potential targets, according to a joint intelligence bulletin obtained by CBS News. Rock and roll pioneer Jerry Lee Lewis has died at 87. Jerry Lee Lewis had an ego as huge as his talent. Case in point, he took offense when told that Chuck Berry, who was performing on the same bill, would close a show. So while performing Great Balls of Fire, Lewis set fire to his piano. I don't think anybody could have followed me on the stage. It was that same brashness that helped him ride out the controversy surrounding his marriage to his third wife, Myra. She was not only a cousin, she was 13 at the time. Well, I've done, I've done. The scandal nearly killed his career, but Lewis kept performing and kept recording. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Elon Musk is now in charge of Twitter after closing on a $44 billion deal to buy the company. After ousting some top brass, there are a few details on how Musk plans to run Twitter. But CBS's Nichelle Medina reports... Musk tweeted he'll be forming a content moderation council with widely diverse viewpoints, saying no major content decisions or account reinstatements will happen before the council convenes. The Dow closes up 829 points. Now this... This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. It's 7.03 on Friday, October 28th, 2022. 53 degrees going down to the 40s overnight.
morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we're following this hour. We've learned that the driver accused of being drunk while driving a bus full of kindergartners home from a pumpkin patch also did not have a driver's license. And Fairfax County's police chief says this was not the driver's first DUI charge. It's a story you're hearing first on WTOP. We're learning that it was driver Troy Reynolds' 48th birthday when police say he was drunk while driving 44 kids from Merch Elementary School home from a visit to Cox Farms. His license was actually revoked in Virginia because of a previous DWI, and his license was suspended in the state of Maryland. During our conversation on the DMV Download podcast, Chief Kevin Davis says Reynolds was arrested with a .20 blood alcohol level. Uh, and, and then, you know, we suspect he, he may have been um, smoking marijuana as well. So that's all under investigation. Two other operators driving the kids home didn't have commercial driver's licenses. The charter bus company has not responded to our request for comment. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. This is Kyle Cooper. The head of D.C. School says the system is moving to sever ties with the bus company Rome Charters involved in that field trip crash. Chancellor Lewis Farabee says the company claims it checked Troy Reynolds before he left for the trip. They have indicated that they do a check of all drivers before they go out to work. Uh, and there was no evidence of, of alcohol or any uh, substance abuse at that time. No kids were heard. Farabee says D.C. is reviewing all of its bus contracts given this incident. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. The family of a special police officer killed during a training exercise is returning to the D.C. library where she was shot and killed, and they want you to join them. We now want to bring more awareness of her death. Shireen Mannion is the mother of D.C. Library Special Officer Marissa Mannion, who was fatally shot August 4th. It happened during baton training at the library where the walk is being held. The walk is family, friends, whoever can join us. That Saturday at 10 a.m. at Anacostia Library. Next Wednesday, a grand jury will announce whether there's cause to return an indictment for the training officer who shot Mannion. Christy King, WTOP News. A newly released report for Maryland's Office of Legislative Audits found several issues with a contractor overseeing behavioral health claims in Maryland. The report finds that Maryland's Department of Health failed to properly oversee a company hired to pay mental health and substance abuse providers. Behavioral health care providers have submitted numerous claims over the past two years, claiming they've had difficulty submitting claims for new and existing clients. The company, Optum, handles claims for over 250,000 people receiving Medicaid benefits for mental health and substance abuse treatment. The issues cost Maryland hundreds of millions of dollars. You may love the extra hour of sleep that comes with the switch back to standard time next week, but the adjustment from daylight saving time can be rough for you and your kids. It is possible, though, to ease children into the change. Dr. Tyish Hall-Brown, a clinical psychologist and the director of behavioral sleep medicine at Children's National Medical Center, says everyone's affected by turning the clocks back one hour in the fall. It takes about five to seven days for our, our bodies to adjust. But for some, it's tougher. And for kids, she suggests steps you can take to make it easier. One, stick with a set bedtime. The best that we can do to keep a consistent um, bedtime and a consistent schedule, the better our bodies will adjust. Have kids take advantage of daylight hours, maybe some outside time in the morning. Try skipping the daytime nap for older kids and make sure their room is dark, quiet, and their bed is comfortable. 
Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, we're learning tonight that Paul Pelosi, the House Speaker's husband, was left with a skull fracture and other serious injuries during an attack early this morning at the couple's home in California. CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane will join us with the latest. It's 707. Ready, set, vote. Did you receive your mail ballot? If so, you can vote by U.S. Postal Service or by mail ballot drop box. Right now, want to vote in person? Early voting starts October 31st and ends on November 6th. Election Day is November 8th. In D.C., 25 vote centers will be open during early voting and 90 vote centers will be open Election Day. Find the nearest vote center location by going to dcboe.org. The choice is yours. Vote early, D.C. Ready, set, let's vote. D.C. Sports Huddle listeners, want to put your pro football picking skills to the test? Visit MGM National Harbor to play Beat the Book at any of our BetMGM kiosks. Get more picks correct than our book, and you could win a share of $15,000 in free play. Each week, visit between Tuesdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. to participate in this free-to-play game. And if you're searching for a great game-watching destination, check out Tap Sports Bar for music, food, and drink specials every Sunday. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or 1-800-GAMBLER. 708. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Steve Dresner. And good evening, Michelle. We'll start off in the district on the southbound side of the 395 freeway right after Main Avenue. We are dealing with crash activity at this point. It's only a single left lane getting you by. We're seeing delays well beyond the exit for the 3rd Street Tunnel. Traffic also backed up inbound over the 14th Street Bridge onto the freeway. There is no letting up uh, through those inbound lanes much um, before you get to Main Avenue. You'll expect delays and volume delays both direction on dc 295 pretty empty in both directions over on i-295 in maryland montgomery county gaithersburg area still dealing with crash activity in the local lanes northbound 270 right near the exit for clopper road that's exit 10 we did have crash activity block on the left side it had involved a bus and traffic still moving slowly on the northbound side of 270, roughly off and on delays between Clarksburg and Route 80 in Urbana. Southbound 95 after the Crownsville exit. That's exit 5 vehicle fire put out. Still finding delays. Single lane does get you by. And now over on the northbound side, we also had a vehicle fire after the exit for Route 50. At last report, only a single lane gets by. Still dealing with leftover volume delays, both directions on the Capitol Beltway throughout Prince George's County and Montgomery County. And over in Virginia, Tyson's Corner area on westbound Route 7, right at Westwood Center Drive and Tyco Road. We had a vehicle into a pole on the right side of the roadway. Plenty of response on the scene, blocking again the right side of the roadway. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Mostly cloudy out there on your Friday night, but dry conditions across the area. Lows in the 40s. For tomorrow, we'll have clouds giving way to sunshine with highs in the low 60s. Partly then mostly cloudy on Sunday. Temperatures again in the low 60s. For Monday, cloudy skies and warmer. Highs Monday in the upper 60s with some scattered showers possible, mainly later in the day. There's the chance for a shower out there on Tuesday, but most of the day is looking dry and highs around 70. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now, 56 at the wharf in D.C., the same in Oxon Hill. It's 53 in Sterling with lows expected tonight in the 40s. 
Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 7-Eleven. Breaking news. The husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi underwent successful surgery today for a skull fracture and serious injuries to his right arm and hand. 82-year-old Paul Pelosi got those injuries during a pre-dawn attack at the couple's San Francisco home by an intruder with a hammer. Joining us live now is CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane. And Scott, according to police, the man arrested for the attack was apparently really looking for the House Speaker. What does that say about the political climate just 11 days before the midterm elections? Yeah, the motive has not yet been determined, according to San Francisco police. But sources speaking with CBS News say this 42-year-old alleged attacker was inside the Pelosi house asking, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? And intended to, attempted to tie up. Pelosi's husband, Paul uh, Paul Pelosi, until Speaker Pelosi returns. Speaker Pelosi was not at the home this morning. She was on travel and was supposed to speak tomorrow night here in Washington at an event, an event that's obviously canceled her speech. The arrest is something that police have announced, but the motive is something they're still working on. Well, Scott, might this attack mean more protection in the near future for families of members of Congress? In the immediate future, yes, Capitol Police are going to adjust and offer more protection for the dignitaries they protect. They have a dignitary protection unit, which means for the leadership and those who have experienced specific threats to their well-being. But also we'll extend it to the close relatives, the spouses of those protectees, at least in response to this attack. But that really begs a different question. Do they have enough resources, enough manpower, enough bandwidth? to offer more protection to all of Congress. The Capitol Police Department has about 2,000 employees. It's got a pretty big budget, half a billion dollars each year, but they have to protect the entire country, not just the Capitol Dome. So we're going to switch gears for our final question. Uh, Scott, what's the latest on the closely watched Virginia 2nd Congressional District race? Yeah, well, speaking of the Capitol attack, the candidate, the incumbent in the Virginia 2nd is Elaine Loria, a member of the January 6th committee investigating the Capitol attack. A real dead heat in her race against the Republican challenger, the state senator Jen Kiggins, was on the ground this week tracking that race. It's quite clear Loria is even more recognizable in her district because of that high-profile assignment on the committee. It's just not clear that's resonating at this moment as an issue a pivotal issue for the voters at a time of inflation, concerns about crime, abortion rights. Even Ms. Loria would acknowledge she is talking more about groceries and gas and about that committee. We'll see if this race is an exception to the rule of other incumbent Democrats if she gets more support because of her work on the committee. Scott, thank you as always. And coming up on WTOP, the Wizards are at home tonight. The World Series getting underway. And what's the latest on the Commanders ahead of Sunday's game? It's 714. Dr. Trudy Fleer here with the 5G Home Recovery Podcast. Let's discuss a very real existential threat to Internet speed. It's a big one. Ready? T-Mobile Home Internet. It lags. Now, what is lag? Lag is a delay in data being transmitted across the Internet. For example, you're hitting that hot drop, the parachute cuts out, you've got an unsuspecting bot in your sights, and lag! You were actually eliminated 10 seconds ago. Nobody deserves that. So stop letting T-Mobile Home Internet ruin everything and switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash t
Get Xfinity Internet with unlimited data included for just $29.99 a month for two full years with no annual contract required when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash TMOFAX, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay, ends 11 Restrictions apply. New Performance Pro Internet customers only. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. Xfinity Mobile requires post-pay Xfinity Internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And here's Frank Hanrahan. Coming up shortly, about 30, actually 20 minutes or so. Wizards taking on the Pacers as the Wiz off to a fast 3-1 and one start. We've seen this before, though. Last year, 10-3 and three and finished up with just uh, 37 wins. But they beat the Pacers to start the uh, season, so they get a, a mini rematch here tonight just after 7.30 from Cap 1 Arena. World Series Game 1 in about 45 minutes or so from Houston. Astros and the Phillies. It is Game 1 of that Best of 7 series. No Cole Holcomb for the Commanders against the Colts. On Sunday, he's got a foot injury. Holcomb leads the Commanders in tackles. Commanders, by the way, a slight underdog at the Colts Sunday at 425. Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott listed as doubtful for Sunday's game against the Bears. Hyperextended right knee. College football news, Georgia coaching legend Vince Dooley has passed away. He was 90. Frank Hanrahan, WTOB Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, underwent successful surgery to repair a skull fracture and serious injuries to his right arm and hands. This after being beaten with a hammer before dawn this morning in their San Francisco home. The speaker was not there, though the attacker reportedly shouted, where's Nancy? The accused attacker has been arrested, and in the wake of the attack, Capitol Police are considering additional protections for lawmakers' families. Rock and roll pioneer Jerry Lee Lewis died today at the age of 87 in his Memphis home. Although he was best known for the classics, whole lot of shaking going on, and great balls of fire, his career was upended by personal scandal. Elon Musk is holding off on restoring any banned accounts on Twitter. He tweeted today that no such decisions will be made until a content moderation council is in place. The Tesla CEO says that council will have diverse viewpoints. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. If you're a driver with a lead foot or who often skirts other traffic rules, look out. A crackdown is coming in the district. More traffic cameras, stricter speed limits, and road rules were part of the plan announced by Mayor Muriel Bowser back in 2015 to reduce deaths on D.C. roadways to zero by 2024. But after seven years, the numbers have gone up. So the Department of Transportation's released a plan update. The solution? To do more of all the things they've been doing and step up education and put a bigger focus on wards 7 and 8, which see an inequitable number of traffic-related deaths. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. It's 718. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Steve Dresner is in the traffic center. In Virginia, we're still seeing a bit of uh, vine delay, leftover vine delays from the earlier rush hour. At our loop at the Capitol Beltway, remaining slow from 66 off and on down to the Springfield Interchange. Caller updates us. Northbound Gallows Road ramp to the outer loop at the Capitol Beltway. It's a, t- a tight squeeze to the left. Due to ongoing crash activity on the westbound side of 66 approaching the Capitol Beltway, due to a bit of caution, we do have a report of crash activity on the left side of the roadway. Tyson's area westbound on the toll road right near the main toll plaza. The crash activity on both sides of the roadway in westbound Route 7 at Westwood Center 
The right lane remains blocked for vehicle into a pole. Southbound 95 backed up uh, usual spots, Lorton over the Occoquan after 123. It opens up nicely all the way down to the Aquia Harbor area. Then you're going to run into a bit of vine through Stafford County, a better ride once you're south of Falmouth. Traffic still moving slowly inbound 14th Street Bridge into the district. And southbound on the 395 freeway after Main Avenue, right side is blocked for ongoing crash activity. Staying in the district, still a bit of vine delays both directions on DC 295. Benning Road up to the area of Pennsylvania Avenue and pretty quiet also over on I-295. Maryland, Montgomery County, northbound 270 local lanes up near 117. That's Clopper Road. Left side remains blocked for ongoing crash activity. In parole, northbound 95 after Route 50, the vehicle fire is out. Still looking at a bit of a delay with a lane blocked, but a bit of good news, if you will, in Crownsville. Southbound 97 after the exit for 178, the incident involving a vehicle fire all cleared. Southbound travel lanes are open. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Mostly cloudy on your Friday night with lows in the 40s. We'll start off the day tomorrow with some clouds and sunshine develops throughout the day. Highs in the low 60s. Low 60s again on Sunday with partly then mostly cloudy skies. And the chance for some scattered showers on Monday, mainly later in the day. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now, it's 56 degrees at Tyson's Corner, 58 in Crofton, and 56 degrees at Lumpfont Plaza. Brought to you by Lynn the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, what's next for historic Blues Alley in Georgetown after this week's fire? 721. If you run a commercial property, the fastest way to cut energy costs is to repair or replace your mechanical insulation. Hi, I'm Brian Cavey of Insulators and Allied Workers Local 24. In most commercial buildings, as much as 30% of the mechanical insulation is damaged or missing, and that means higher energy costs for your company. Trust me, if you invest in your insulation now, you will save on the bottom line later. Cut energy costs fast with Insulators Local 24. Get started at insulators24.org. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one. Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two. Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. Hear frontline voices on emergency response in partnership with Verizon. Susan Benton made history in Highlands County, Florida, becoming the first woman ever in the whole state of Florida to become sheriff through a general election. Honestly, it didn't hit me till later. The tremendous responsibility being a mentor and role model for young women. But she was ready for it. I truly had the experience, the education, the passion, thus my decision to run for sheriff. I'm Nick Ainelli. In times of crisis, you're always there. To the firefighters, police officers, paramedics, EMTs, and all first responders who are there when we need them most, Verizon thanks you on National First Responders Day and every day for helping those in need while putting yourselves in harm's way. Your commitment and courage are an inspiration. And thank you to your loved ones for the sacrifices they make as well. To everyone on the front lines and those who support them, thank you from the people who work on Verizon Frontline. 
This is WTOP News. It's 723. A fire Tuesday at Blues Alley temporarily shut down the Georgetown Jazz Club. And now the club's owner is telling WTOP about what happened and what's next for the historic club. Well, the majority of the firefighting work was to contain any type of fire that might spread to alternative properties. Harry Schnipper, executive director and owner of Blues Alley Jazz Club in Georgetown, says the fire was not as serious as original reports suggested. I was actually inside the building and there was no smoke. Someone from outside the building had to come in and say, we think there's smoke coming out of your building. Fire officials say it caused $50,000 in damage. Schnipper says most of the damage is from the hoses. The water damaged my grand piano and my mixing console and my amplifiers. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. WTOP listeners have narrowed down our scary movie bracket to the final four. The modern side of our bracket, which is post-1990, it's down to Silence of the Lambs versus Get Out. Jonathan Demme's The Silence of the Lambs won the Big Five Oscars Best Picture, Director, Actor, Actress, and Screenplay. It was ahead of its time with a strong heroine in a creepy male world, a vegetarian using the cannibal Hannibal Lecter to catch the skin-peeling Buffalo Bill. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. The best of the 21st century remains Get Out, winning Jordan Peele an Oscar for symbolic American flag wardrobe and dialogue double meanings. We hired Georgina and Walter to help care for my parents. When they died, I couldn't bear to let them go. Cast your votes on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Tune in next hour for a breakdown of the classic side of the bracket with Psycho versus The Exorcist. 725 Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Looking for something to do this weekend? How about checking your 401k? It may look better than it has in a while after a huge rally today. Dow Industrials gained 829. The S&P added 94. The Nasdaq jumped 310. With demand for workers outpacing supply, it remains expensive to attract and keep talent. The government says employment costs rose 1.2 percent in the third quarter. Poland is turning to the U.S. government and Westinghouse to build its first nuclear power plant. Details of the project not yet disclosed. A formal agreement will be signed next week. Poland is the EU's most coal-dependent country. While Twitter may reinstate some banned accounts under new owner Elon Musk, it's not doing anything yet. Musk says Twitter will form a content moderation council to make such decisions. It'll include what Musk calls widely diverse viewpoints. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Money News sponsored by Transurban. Prepare to be moved with the full opening of the 66 express lanes between Gainesville and I-495 later this year. See current toll rates and payment methods and learn about VDOT's changes to HOV at ride66express.com. Coming up after traffic and weather, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband Paul has a skull fracture and other serious injuries after police say a man attacked him with a hammer in the couple's California home. Paul Pelosi had successful surgery today. It's 726. This is George Wallace, and we've reached my favorite time of the year. It's fall and the start of football season. And it's the perfect time to take care of that home improvement project you've been putting off, you know, like getting a new roof. Now, you don't want just any company replacing your roof. You want the roofing experts that have over 20 years of roofing expertise and the ones that get the job done right the first time. Well, there's only one choice, folks. Pick up the phone and call Patrick Fingles at New Look Home Design. They've installed over 40,000 roofs for happy homeowners, and they install one roof every hour.